Second question, uh, again, I know a lot of the younger kids, a lot of the younger generation want to know is, we like to ask drivers who've been in it for a long time, been in sport. How many years have you been in the sport? You said 19? 19 years. 19 years. Yep. Uh, it's crazy to see how build styles change over those years. Quite a bit. Yeah. A <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like anything else, you know, it just evolves. And today's derby is night and day difference from even 10 years ago. Yes. You know, my first couple of years, it was you find a car, you didn't care what it was. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. That's the truth. Four wheels and a motor, it's derby that something, yep. you know. But uh, for $50, too. Yeah, exactly. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know, neighbors tab one, hey, can I have that? Yep. But yep. Not the case anymore. You're paying a couple of grand for a car and a specific car, and then you're, you know, you guys, you guys know the game. It's everything changes, motors, drivetrains. Yep. Yep. I mean, even down to just the bolts that you bolt the car. <laughs> yeah. Stuff all it's not just a regular all thread. You got your B8. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah. You gotta have the B7 all thread. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. Are you more of a Are you more of a new style? Are you fancy dabbling with the new style stuff? Or are you still sticking uh, old style? <laughs> yeah, I should have known you'd ask that. Yeah, and I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna piss a lot of guys off. I'm old school till I die, man. Yeah, okay. I'm not a new style fan. I'm sorry, I don't like them. Yep. I like for me, like the kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. The old stuff is cool looking. Yeah, and I don't give a shit what you say. If it's cool looking, it's cool. Yep. And so I like I like the old style. Mm -hmm. Style I. Caddies, Imperials, you know, the box Imperials, stuff like that. Yep. I love that stuff. I love the looks. I like to look at them. Yep. You know, nothing against new style, guys, but just not my thing. Yep. Is there a build that you – do you predominantly stay, like, with the stock, or do you – you know, is there a build style you like more than one one other? So I'm more of a heavier builder for our area. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, Utah, we don't get too carried away with our rules and builds. Right. right. Um, what we would call a limited weld caddy is right up my eye. That's, that's okay. Yeah, it, it's everywhere we go. The rules are different. You, yeah. a stock car in Minnesota is like probably a full weld in Utah. So, <laughs> the yep. the build styles are totally different everywhere you go, for sure. And uh, it's even how how you've came up in the sport. Um, some people just like to stick with the stock. Some like to dabble and spend a little more money than others. And we're all in that same boat. <laughs> one one trend we're kind of seeing with different people we talk to that have been in the sport for a long time is uh they're like I, you know liking to see liking the the rules getting toned back down to certain areas where for a while there are a lot of places they got kind of they were up here and now some of these guys that have been in it for a long time that we talked to they're like yeah. hey i don't want to build a car for three months anymore yeah I, you know you're younger and got a lot of energy you like to have your bills you get older and you realize you can have just as much fun at a lighter build it's kind of you know i see that happening mm -hmm. um Sometimes, you know, whiners write the rules, right? Yeah. Got, that car's overbuilt, you know, and so the promoters try to accommodate them and they bring the rules down, not realizing the same guys are going to win regardless of the rules. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Builders are always going to find the gray areas. Exactly. Yeah. Always. Builders are going to build. Yep. That's, that's a sport. <laughs> that's a sport. But there's some fun in that, too, because it brings out the intelligence in the drivers, too. I mean, sure. the ingenuity, everything. It's, yeah. it's unreal what these guys come up with. We've said it for years. That's the one cool thing about Derby is money don't win it. No. You spend all the money you want, you get your ass kicked. Yes. Yeah. You know, you've got to drive that car. You've got to put that car together well. I mean, and money don't buy that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's the cool parts of it. We all know drivers. I mean, they're everywhere all across the U.S., but we all know drivers that could show up and you could look at their car and say, that's underbuilt. 
but he's going to outdrive 95% of us here. And oh, yeah. Everywhere you go, there's some guys. Yeah. It's awesome. But you can't really do that here in Utah. There's no, there's no sandbagging, let's put it that way. No. Not much of it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Not much yeah, of you're it. right there. You know, there's some guys that consistently win. You know, they, they bring, you know, good cars, maybe not overbuilt or not sure. know, a ton of money in them, but they consistently win. Yeah. And, yeah, in Utah, you've got to be careful. You know, you, if you're playing around in the arena, someone's going to, you know, smack your ass and right. hit you hard. But you get guys that consistently win and that, that, you know, you can pretty much say they're going to be in the top couple cars for sure. Mm, right. So. And when you've been in the sport long enough, you know who's going to be there at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you see a lot of new drivers coming in in Utah? You know, not. Uh, unfortunately, no. That's there hasn't been. That's a problem all across the country, I believe. Yep. It's dying. Um, the one thing I have seen is that the wire class cars. Yep. See a ton of new interest in that, and I don't know if that's going to help or hurt us in the long run because it it's you know kind of giving them an easy way to get in the arena. Right. But I don't know if they're going to make that jump to the limited well or the next level. I hope they do. And that is the scary part about it getting expensive. It is hard to make that second jump. You can get in, yeah. but yeah. where are you going to go from there? Right. So, right. I mean, I mean, a motor is not just a regular 350 anymore. You know, you got money tied in there, and rear ends aren't just rear ends. You got, you know, your postals or whatever, even homemade ones. Yeah. There's a lot of money tied up into it. And knowledge to do those things. You know, for somebody trying to get into the sport, you can't just even if you got all the money in the world. You got to put the time in. You got to put the time in, or you got to have somebody willing to show you the steps to, you know, to properly build a car for that, you know, that next step. It's not just like ordering stuff off eBay and throwing a car together. It don't <laughs> work like that. Were you a trial and error guy, or did you have someone kind of walk I, you, guide you through? I had some very good mentors. Literally. Yeah. Uh, there's some old school boys here in Salt Lake that run. Okay. Um, Colby Ellis, uh, Steve Gunn, Gumby. Yep. Talk, yep. I think you're going to talk to him a little later, maybe tomorrow. Yep. Um, he's part of that group. Okay. And them guys took me under their wing, and, you know, they showed me some stuff and, you know, gave me a start, gave me a push, and right. and I, you know, I owe them everything. I mean, without that, I don't know if I'd be here talking to you today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I got people that, you know, some of those bigger builds, like when we did run Vegas, yeah. that was a fairly big build, the full crate, all the works. You know, that, you just don't build that as your first car. No. no. <laughs> that takes no. time. It's definitely a process. It's, you know, for guys jump in and build like a, you know, a limited well, full cradle car, their first car. Right. I mean, it's just overwhelming. You know, it's yeah. hard to wrap your mind around it. Well, because builders do build, the rules have gotten so hard to read, I guess is maybe the way to say it. Yeah. I mean, even for the average Joe, you know, there's so much slang involved that <laughs> it's hard to read anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, coming up for this upcoming year here, you got some. You don't have to give us specifics. We know how that is. We know how that is. Yep. Uh, but you got a few shows you plan on attending this year. Yeah, we got a big year planned. Actually, yeah. um, right out of the gate, we're lucky. Our our hometown show, Heber. Yep. Uh, you know that that's that's a big show for us. Um, we got, you know, it's part of that uh, new Sam Williams program yep. he's doing. Oh yeah. It's yep. one yep. of the qualifying shows for that. So that should bring in some more people. And, mm. uh, right. Really excited for that show. That's going to be fun. And it's a hometown show. So right. That's, that's always good. you got to run the hometown show. Yep. And that's a stern dirt show? No, that's uh, destructive behavior. Is the, okay. Yep. So, okay. Um, I am planning on a stern dirt show in May Mania. It's a, the two-man extreme show they have. Yep. That'll be for fun. Um, and it's probably going to be the one to start the year off, and then Heber, and then after that, there's some shows that uh, we hit uh, 
the lucky thing in Hebrew or in Utah is good money. Right? Yeah. We try to hit them shows that pay the most. And then if you got a car left, you'll take it to a smaller show or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, but there's three or four shows. Heber's a big paying one. Uh, May Mania is not a ton of money, but it's fun because it's a two-man show. Yeah. Right. Grab yeah. a buddy to start the year off, you know, get the cobwebs out, get some seat time. And then uh, from there we hit uh, Nephi is another big show in Utah, you know, 10, 15 grand to win. Yeah. Right. Just killer money for Derby. So It's hard not to chase that kind of money anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, when the shows are only paying 1500 to 3000 you know, it, you know, I'll be the first to admit we're pretty spoiled here. I mean, we got you get 30, 40 cars for, you know, let's say 15 grand. Right. That's for derby guys. That's like dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, we're well aware. We know we got it good. But we also want other guys to come. We want, you know, our staters to come and run. And, you know, we I like the competition. I, you know, I like, the, you know, the level of, you know, cars they bring. And it's right. I want to see them here, to be honest. Right. Right. Well, and it keeps the sport alive. Like we were talking earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good to run against new faces, you know. Yep. Yep. Like, oh, never run against that guy before. Let's see how this works out. Right. Who, who's his friends here? <laughs> yeah. It kind of puts you in your place, too. You want to know how you, you do against other guys. Mm -hmm. Right. California is a, you know, them guys come a lot to Utah. You yeah. Know, okay. Kind of our big rivalry is California. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I love them guys. They're awesome. Yeah. yeah. They come in the arena, and one year we'll kick their ass, the next they'll kick ours. Sure. But afterwards, some of my best friendship I made in their California guys, yeah, yep. you know, Troy Tags and um, Eric Newland and them guys, yep. just yep. awesome guys. Shivers is from, uh, yeah, really well. yep, he's out there. Shivers has run here a bunch. He's okay. actually done well. Yep, yep. Well, hmm. he, his Blizzard Bash cars are always pretty stout as well. So he, he built a suicide link and brought it one year, and him and Mulet ended up in a smaller show, and me and a couple of buddies were there, and we ended up just hammering each other for the main event for like. 45 minutes. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. I mean, it just one of them, you know, it wasn't planned. Nobody intended it to be that way, but we just ended up yep. just waylaying each other. And yeah. It was, it was. Oh, Shivers is one of those guys that had rules made around him because yeah. back, I don't know, it's probably four or five years ago, had the Blizzard Bash car that they couldn't lift with the on the hoist. <laughs> so it was, you know, 12,000 plus pounds. Yep. And that's wild. I mean, think about all that weight coming at you in the arena <laughs> with 600-plus horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. You'll feel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Game changer. Both of you feel that. <laughs> right. But as we talked earlier, Gladiators of Steel and you know, our platform on the podcast are hopefully getting it to the broader people that don't normally see derbying <laughs> right. as, as is Gladiators of Steel, get it out there to the public, maybe get people back into it. People that maybe haven't done it for years or they did it and want to get their kids into it, uh, we'd love to see it. Um, it is dying around our area. Yeah, it is everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just hard. To see. Like I said, the money and the time, I mean, you know, it's just times are changing and, you know, there's not a lot of kids, you know, out there wrenching anymore. And it's a big commitment, too. I, I grew up on farm wrenching, you know, for me to make that transition to yeah. wasn't that hard. But I right. can see some of these kids, it'd be really difficult. Right. I think I think that's probably. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of it. You know, I would think. You know, they're just not. There isn't that interest in like you said, like you said, the wrenching shop aspect as there was even ten years ago. But well, from where we're from, the school systems don't even have shop class anymore. Oh really? No, uh, it's sad. Yeah. You know, there's very little welding. There used to be small engines. The yeah. woodworking. It's all kind of gone to the wayside and. 
more so turned into like a biology thing. Oh, which so a class I paid attention in. Exactly. <laughs> right. The rest of it was just noise. Exactly. Was like shop. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I, we're, do this. I mean, I think they definitely go hand in hand without some of those things being more prevalent for kids as they're coming up in age. Now they get to be a little bit older and they're not, they don't, that, that interest wasn't sparked when they were in high school or maybe before that, that, uh, you know, like there was a, was an article in the paper where one, one of the shop classes, I want to say it was in Utah, but I could be crazy. Anyway, a uh, shop class or a welding class, their teacher, they built a derby car. Oh, yeah, I did see Remember that. Remember reading that article? They built a derby car. It was and it then here or was it Wyoming, maybe? California. Or was it California? California? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Worked, uh, I know the guy. He's actually, he comes and runs Nephi, the show I saw. Yep. Earlier. Okay. And they, they did build a car in shop class and ran it. And, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Right. Got all the kids involved and seen what it's all about. Yeah. And, yeah. Put, some, put some work into something and then get to go see how effective it is and how well your work holds up. I mean, that's... I wish we'd have had that. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. But for sure. Yeah. Oh, hopefully the show, you know, gets to some people that normally wouldn't see it, gets them interested. Absolutely. You know, if, if anything, you know, shows them, you know, a, a different lifestyle and how much fun it can be. Right, you know, right. These derbies are exciting, and you definitely have got to be a pretty colorful person to <laughs> get one of them cars and go wreck it in somebody Right, else. especially a second time. Yeah, right. <laughs> to do it once, <laughs> but no to get kidding. back in it, yeah, and go back out. Yep. You know? sure. So on the on the home front, other than derbying, I see you're kind of a big hunter, huh? Yes. Yeah. We very big. Yeah. So for me, it's it's all about the time of year. Yeah. You know, summer's derby. Yep. You know, spring mm -hmm. and fall, especially fall, I like to get out in the woods, and you know, I I got to change things up. If I derbied all the time, I'm I'd get kind of burned out. out. Right. You know, so. Like I said, summer we're derbying. It's about first of July. Things heat up in Utah, and mm -hmm. you start having derbies yep. about every weekend. It feels like, and then, and then, come the fall, I'm in the woods. That's you know, I love hunting. I grew up hunting. Nothing wrong with that. When do they kind of taper off for you, as far as when you stop so going to shows? You got there's one that pretty much the last shows are like October. Helen October. Havoc is a big one here, and it yep. Stern Dirt puts it on. Yep. And it's kind of a cleanup show. They, I mean, you show up. It's not right. a run what you brung, but you bring whatever, and they classify it and let you finish cars off. So you don't sure. Have to them. But that's pretty much it. It's in October they have that. You do? You run that? You know, yeah. I haven't made it. That's during the elk hunt. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. That season matters. My cars have made it. I had a car there. I had a buddy just take it and run it. But, and I, that's all, that's on season. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to have priorities. You can't, you can't do it all year long. I've just like anything, if you hunt, I mean, well, I was going to say if you hunted all year long, but some guys would be okay with that. But <laughs> yeah. I can keep it if you hunt it all the time. Yeah. You still get moved. Right. Yeah. So you got to have some balance with it as change well. Change it up. For sure. yeah. Trying to balance that with normal work life and kids and a family and stuff. You know, yeah. it's tough. You know, went back, you know, that's another thing too. We talked with, you know, some of the some of the older guys that have been doing it for a lot of years. And I'd be like, when the rules were so toned down, I used to be able to make it to 10, 15 shows a year because I could build a car in a night with a buddy and a case of beer. Can't do that anymore. No, so I wish you could. That'd right. Be awesome. yes, right. That would be nice. So now it's a lot harder to attend a lot more shows. You know, you get, yeah. you know, uh, depending on rule styles, you know, things change. But is that one thing you see down here, um, kind of in Utah, the, the rules? Um, obviously, you have different promoters, you know, but like building, like, oh, I can build a car for that, but I can't, it's not going to work for exactly. that. Or, yeah, it's you know. pretty frustrating. In Utah, they're all competing for the drivers. So it's like they cater to certain drivers. Mm hmm. To be honest, none of the rules line up. 
right. you know, you can kind of cut a car up to run this show. And, and we kind of, you know, we're looking at things early on and figure that all out. And yeah. We'll maybe underbuild a little bit for this show, but then we'll be good for this show. Right? Yeah, sure. You know, but that is one thing that we'd love is if the rules of the line and the promoters get on the same page, it would make life so much easier. I think the United States would want that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, but I just don't think it'll happen. I just think promoters just... working with another promoter for whatever reason they just don't do it so. right yeah they all want they all want their mark on it yep. at the yeah. end of the day so yep, exactly. so or want their buddies to run or whatever you know it's tough you know like we do a numerous amount of shows we got scheduled up for this upcoming year and we've got you know obviously the same rules across all those shows but you know that it just depends on where you're at you know for like for where we're at the west side of the state versus the east side of the state you know, the East, obviously, we're getting closer to Minnesota, and they've got, you know, they've got their own way of doing things. I mean, they've got, there's like 25 classes that you can see at Minnesota shows where, they, you know, I mean, they just. And it's a year-round thing. They're yeah, starting here, like, they, January 26th or something like that. Yeah, that's that weekend. They go, I mean, but they go year-round over there. I mean, the, those guys in Minnesota, I mean, hats off to them, but they live it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How's your experience overall with that? Well, first of all, Vegas is badass itself, right? Right. Yeah. And you add Derby, come on, yeah. getting better, you know? Yeah, I still have the video of us driving down, well, basically in front of the plaza with the cars on the trailer. Hell yeah. The wife was standing there video. You had to. I mean, it was yeah. the experience alone. I think that Vegas itself drew a lot of the drivers and teams, you know, just, yeah, can we go to Derby in Vegas? Right, in right. It's like Vegas? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, I mean, I my whole family was there, and, I wouldn't say they watch every derby. You know, when you've been doing it for, I think I'm on 14 years. Yep. Yep. At some point, they're like, they don't go to all of them, you know. So, Vegas, they came to. Same, same thing with drivers. Yeah. A lot of drivers that either don't travel or haven't traveled or even traveled that far were like, there's a Vegas show? Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Yep. And you spent know? the extra money. It wasn't a cheap trip. No. I mean, I think we had a semi haul of our, all of our cars down, and it was 1000 bucks a car. So, you know, it's like. Five thousand bucks just to get our cars down there. That's wild. So, but fun and worth it. You know, yeah, experience for sure. I'm sure. Except for being hung over, cutting, <laughs> welding on a car on black yeah. asphalt in eighty degrees. Did you make it down Fremont Street. Uh, so we lost, and I got my car fixed the first night, and I may have went down Fremont Street. <laughs> yeah, you got to go down that just to. Get that out of your system. And I forgot I had to help, you know, maybe the rest of the team the next day. So yeah. laying on the asphalt was uh, had its own battle in itself. That's for sure. <laughs> Who are you kidding? That was rough. Yeah. That was it rough. wasn't fun. <laughs> I mean, it, the night was fun, but. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, me personally, I didn't even drive down there. I just went down to help him pit. But, you know, I had fun. You know, I knew a lot of the drivers. Obviously, there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of drivers came down from the north down there, too, but. Unfortunately, it was a lot of big names, so the politics came with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, you know, the arena, you know, fought them a little bit. That was kind of unfortunate that the it, pieces on them. I wish that, because I know that affected a lot of guys. Oh, right. You know? the, Everybody. I brought, I think I brought, like, between me and we brought an enclosed trailer, I think we had, like, 30-plus sets of tires, and... None of them were right. 
no 715s for the mud. I, the, <laughs> the, best, the best thing I had that worked the best out of what we had was just 27s, skitters, and that still wasn't, no. it wasn't the good, no, yeah. So you had to be very careful there. It seemed like those gravel tires people had, you know, those were kind of the, anything taller, basically. Yeah. Keep the clearance, seat it sink down. That was tough. That made its own challenge there. Yeah. yeah. Felt bad for those guys. I mean, yeah. props to the Stern Dirt crew there. They were bust. They were trying everything in their power to get that fixed. They did make a pretty good effort. You know, they, they were seen trying. the problem. They tried to fix right. it. I think it just. At the end of the day, it's just sand. I mean, yeah. you can't do nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is at some Add point. water, it turned to crap. Mm. Dry out, it turned to crap. They tried, you know, compact it with the crap. Right. It's like they were. But it wasn't even the sinking. It was the. There would be a dust cloud. You don't even know where you're at at times. So I, I, would, I got out of the heat, I think it was the second night, and a couple guys from the pit were chewing me out, like, why didn't you hit this guy? <laughs> I couldn't see people half the time. <laughs> right. It was just dust, sand, yeah. dust. Mm. You would just drive forward and hope there was something there. <laughs> Doing everything you could, just keep moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, but they got it figured out. We, we did pretty good. We made the main. We, we worked our way through it. Um, I, cars held up good. Uh, you know, and like you pointed out, in the end, the politics kind of come into play a little bit. Yeah. We got what we feel it was a really bit shitty call. I'll right. Put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, <laughs> we, it happens. You know, I they I was the last car running. They timed me out, said I, you know, ran out of time. But, you know, which it happens. Right. And, yeah. and I would I'd take the call and say, okay, but there was no timers, first of all. Right. You know, and so how do you time someone out if there's not a timer? Right. So that turns into a judgment call, and that's never good. And right. at that level, and at that point in the derby, you don't call someone out for that. Right. You know, it, there's just too much on the line. And it, it really, you know, it left, left a bad taste, I'll be honest. Yeah. We, we had a lot of fun to that point, and then once it kind of, you know, we got behind us, we still had fun at, you know, you know, wrapping up and, you know, finishing out stuff there at the derby and the Vegas. But Yeah. But yeah, that was. I wish that wouldn't have happened because we. I think we really had a good shot. I don't know if we could have beat the last team there was, you know, Bando and Randy and them guys. I don't know if we could beat them. Yeah, sure, would have made them earn it a little more. Either. Yeah, right, right. For the money. When you had Ponzer's team to deal with too, kind of at the end, you know. Yeah, yeah, and they were. They were kind of the dark horse, you know. Yeah. No one thought they were going to take Siopas out, and yeah. lo and behold, they did. So <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other team, though. Those guys could drive too. Right. You know. That, they do drive. God, you know, that whole team, well, they got Tatey, Stringer, yeah. that Hunter, was a cool thing Larson. I mean, you're just looking across, you know, all these big names. Wow, well, yeah. like, holy shit. Right. You know, like them boys, well, like, said that, like you talk about big names, you know, a lot of people, you know, sometimes count them boys out, but it's like how many times have they won top, right. or been in top three singles in limited world and Blizzard Bash for like <laughs> three, four, or five years in a row? Right. You know, like, right. especially when it comes to driving, they know how to work together as a team. It was, it was an experience to say the least. Believe it that. Yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. We all we all had our <laughs> I, I fair share this. of battles down if, there. If they do it again, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. that's. What, yeah. I mean, how do you not? That was so much fun. Yeah. Up to our bad call, and you know, like you say, the draw and the big names and just Vegas, man. How do you not? Right. Wow. It's Vegas. Even if there was those things that happened, it's Vegas at the end of the day. Yeah, I could probably do without Fremont Street for the rest of my life. Other than that, <laughs> that's what it, we have. I have friends that go to Vegas all the time now, and they're like, "Oh, you want to come?" It's like I stayed in Vegas for seven days. 
I've had my fill of Vegas for like five plus <laughs> years now. I Perfect. think I can do without. <laughs> yep. you, you can only party downtown so much. Yep. And you can only eat so many $30 Subway sandwiches. and uh, You only lose so much money gambling. Yeah, exactly. Right, that was fun. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we're, that we're willing to admit. Exactly. Right. Right. Anyway, yeah. my, my wife's going to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was good. good. But you would go back. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think we earned a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it ever happens again, I believe we do have a spot. So. Good. Same. We're on the same page. I think it was down to seven, seven or eight. We're gonna come back. Say we're trying to, you know, had one big show and then trying to cut it down in half or something like that. Yep. So. so hopefully it happens. We'll have to. I, I think Gumby's coming on later. You guys will have to put him on the spot. Yeah, yeah we're going to. I tried to question Gullo a couple of years ago, pretty hard. When he called, we had to do some point stuff for a driver. and He's pretty good at skirting around that Yeah. Stuff. Gummy, he'll open his mouth and yeah. spill the beans. Mm-hmm. Johnny, he's pretty a little smart. He won't let that stuff out. So. We'll make sure. Make sure to pinpoint that question the then. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, okay, cool. Thank you. Yep, very welcome. All righty then.